What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Oh, we got a special one for you today. We got our guest, Kyle, over here from Lake House Lawn Care. What's going on, Kyle? What's up, George? Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure uh, to be here at your beautiful home, your studio. This is awesome. So excited to be here. Hold on. We got a big... This is a big day. I don't know if everybody knows this. This is George's birthday today. My man, happy birthday. Finally 31 years old, man. Five years behind me, so you got uh, some good things coming up for you. That's awesome. Oh man, you know what? And I wouldn't be able—I wouldn't want to spend my birthday anywhere else in the world right now, but here. So, likewise, my friend, I appreciate you having me. Oh, thank you so much. Real quick, guys, before we start the podcast, I do want to give a special shout out to a couple of early stoppers. We got Grace Ortiz. What's going on, Grace? Mr. Lush Lawn, how you doing here early? Showing the support. Thank you so much, Mr. Lush, Lush Lawn. I appreciate that. We got Scott O'Hare in the house. What's up, Scott? What up, Scotty? And we got James Dahl. What's going on? And Backwoods Lawn Care, how you doing? Hey, I just watched your video how you're making that ice rink. Dude, that thing looks pretty sweet, dude. I'm not going to lie. Ice rink? That's sick. That's awesome. We got one in our backyard, too. The lake, when it freezes over, take the snowblower out there. It's fantastic. Oh, nice. That sounds super fun. This guy, actually, he lives up in Canada, and he's making a ice rink uh, in his backyard. So Nice. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, if you live in Canada, you have to have an ice rink in your backyard. It's like a prerequisite, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to rep those maple leaves, right? No doubt. Uh, so yeah, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Oh, I see that we got Sonny Bermuda in the house. What's going on, Sonny? Ron Henry, how you doing? What's up, Ron? Thanks for stopping by, dude. Uh, so real quick, guys, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about today. I know last week we had, uh, we had a cool season guest on, and this week we got another cool season guest. Over here, we got Kyle from Lake House Lawn Care. If you guys haven't seen his channel yet, make sure you stop by over there. What's your channel called again? So it's called Lake House Lawn Care. Started it about March, about the same time as you, which yeah. is, it's a coincidence because I found your channel. You kind of found mine at the same time. We live like 45 minutes away from each other. So it's nice to finally meet you in person. I feel like we've met before just from watching your videos and seeing your setup and everything. And I've always enjoyed your content. So I really appreciate you having me. Dude, likewise, man. You know, even though you started around the same time as me, dude, I want to congratulate you on your success as well. Thank you, my friend. Same to you. It's always awesome. That's what I really like about the lawn care community. It's not super competitive. Everybody's really helpful and kind. And so many people have helped me along the way, like you and the lawn tools have helped me out a lot. And everybody's just really encouraging. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I saw the lawn tools. They stopped by your uh, your house recently. Tell me about that. They did. Yeah. So last Saturday on Halloween, it was kind of last minute. So Right Tool sent me a message like, hey, I'm going to be in the Chicagoland area. I've got this event going on for Toro. Do you want to do LT turf at your house on Halloween? And I'm thinking like it snowed last Halloween. We might have four inches of snow because it was probably a couple weeks before that. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, let's do it, man. So I'm, people are like, what's LT turf? And I told them it's like MTV Cribs for your lawn, basically. So nice. we had a blast. They came up, uh, spent the day. They're from Arkansas. They'd never really been around our area before they have some family in the chicagoland area so showed them some deep dish pizza we had that for lunch so we had a blast man those guys are awesome gotta love that deep dish gotta love it they, they pulled they open up the box and they're like is this soup in here like what is this <laughs> i'm like no it's just that's pizza that's how we do it did you get giordano's or we got lou malnati's i know people are either you know lose or whatever their specialty is so like i 
I like lose. That's kind of my thing. It's close to our house, so that's you know the way really the way that I look at it. Even bad pizza is good pizza. Exactly. You can't. You really can't mess up a pizza unless you're in New Orleans. We had the worst pizza of all time <laughs> in New Orleans one time. So yeah. I mean, who goes to New Orleans and eats pizza anyway other than us? So yeah, you want to have the worst pizza in the world? Go on a Disney cruise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I. I don't really plan on going cruises anytime soon. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody's going to, but yeah, you're right. That's I had better pizza at Old Country Buffet than yeah, that. Yeah, OCB in the house. What's up? OCB. You guys probably don't know about that. I don't know <laughs> if that's a Chicago thing or not, but. I don't know. I don't think it's an any, play, any place thing anymore. Exactly, exactly. So with the lawn tools, you said it was like MTV Cribs. Did you violently kick them out of your house? I did, yeah. I said, <laughs> you've seen my stuff. You've seen my lawn. Now get off my turf. That's kind of how they always end their LT turf episodes. So it was crazy. Like I started watching Connor Ward. He was one of the first guys I watched, one of the first lawn care YouTubers. And they did an LT turf at his house. And like he's got the triplex. He's got all this ridiculous equipment. And I'm talking about my stuff. And I'm like, man, like this this is nothing compared to the stuff he has, but you know what? It's not about the things you have. It's about the time you put into it, the passion and just how it makes you feel. Like I love being out in the lawn. It's like meditation for me. It really is. So like it was, it was really cool to go from somebody who watched LT turf to having them at my house. Like it was, it was surreal. It was a really cool experience. Yeah, dude, that sounds super fun. And I've been watching LT turf for a while now. Like you said, they visited Connor. And then I remember the one with John Ware. Oh yeah, exactly. John's yeah. He's, He's the man in the lawn care community. Like, he's awesome. His yeah. house is so sick. His grass. Like, I love the aerial shot. Every other house is totally brown, and then his grass is just perfectly dark green. And, and I, I like how he's, like, using those hardcore products, too. Like, everyone's out here spraying, like, you know, these, like, mainstream products. And then he's over here. He's like, I'm mixing up straight-up powdered iron to throw on my lawn. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's the real deal. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to take a look at a few of the comments. Uh, we got a couple more people up in here. Lawn Whisper. What's, what's going on? What's up, Lawn Whisper? I was chatting with him earlier today. Good win for the Hoosiers today. Hoosiers. Big win over Michigan. First time since, I think, 1987 they beat Michigan. So congratulations to the Hoosiers of Indiana. What, what Did Justin play on their team? I remember you were saying something like he was a football player. I don't think he did. He went to Indiana. He's a big fan of the Hoosiers. And I, when I kind of started chatting with him and getting to know him a little bit, I told him, I was like, hey, when I played football, I played football at Southern Illinois University. In my senior year, we played against Indiana. As yeah. I told you earlier, it's kind of a game where they schedule you to, to beat you down because we're in a smaller conference than them. Yeah. So they pay you money. You come up there for the game. And we ended up beating them. So this is in like 2006. It was Dude, awesome. Congrats, it was, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So that's like one of my athletic highlights of my career is going to Indiana, getting that victory. So what's up, Lawn Whisper? Nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you, dude. And Muayyad and Lisa Saleh, what's up? What's going on? Thank you so much uh, for stopping by. I appreciate that. Hey, by the way, speaking of SIU, you told me that they used to grow Bermuda down there. Exactly. Yeah. Our practice fields in Southern Illinois were all Bermuda. It really? was beautiful. Yeah. Real mode Bermuda. It was awesome. So we had our, our game field was turf. It was like the first sprint turf that kind of came out. So you'd get those little rubber pebbles in your socks and you'd fall down and get a big rug burn. But that oh. Bermuda grass at practice was so awesome. That was great. So I know, I know that Southern Illinois is technically considered the transition zone. Yeah. But was there like extra special care they had to do to I really, I really don't there? know. At the time, I wasn't really into lawn care that much. Like, I was just focusing on playing football and going to class and doing my thing. But you were a jock, weren't you? I was, yeah, right. a nice. little bit. Yeah, like growing up, that was my thing. And I'm, I'm a teacher now. I teach PE and I coach. So I've always been linked into sports big time. So yeah, thinking back on it, like I wish I had seen them real mowing out there. Like that would be awesome. The 36 year old me 
thinking yeah. of that now. Like, that's what would excite me, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, you know, I'm kind of curious what it takes to actually grow Bermuda, you know, in Illinois. I was thinking, like, it gets pretty hot around here. Like, you think we could grow Bermuda up here? That's a good question. I've thought about that. I'm guessing you probably could. The window for when it would thrive would probably be really narrow. And there's some houses that I drive by that were in the wintertime, it's super brown. And I wonder if maybe they seeded with Bermuda, maybe by accident or yeah. something. And they turn really green for a while, but then they go really brown again in the fall. So they get that short little window. So I think you probably could. I don't see why not. I mean, I've got palm trees at my house and we yeah, live around Chicago. That. So it's like... If you want to do something, try it out. You know what I'm saying? So. Dude, speaking of those palm trees in your backyard, you transplant those, right? Like, or you move them inside in the I do, winter? yeah, like, I do. So, like, this weekend, like, we had a couple friends over for a little social distance gathering last night. So I took the palm trees from the basement. I brought them back outside. I'm like, I want to make it feel like it's tropical again because we're sitting outside. It's 70 degrees. Yeah. So it's really easy. I just pull them right out of the pot, put them back in the hole that's in the ground. Tomorrow, once it's about to cool off again i'll pull them back out put them in the basement they're under a grow light so i keep my tropicals good so i don't have to buy new stuff every year dude that is like the sickest thing ever thank you i mean like when i'm on vacation i'm sitting back looking at palm trees it just makes me feel good so when i'm at my house in the summertime as a teacher like i mentioned if i'm off i want palm trees around i want green grass yeah. look out at the water look up and see some palm trees so that's just I'm weird for that. Like, I don't think anybody else does that. And the way I do it, I'm going to make a video next spring to show other people how they can do it. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Dude, who knows? Maybe we can make this a trend growing palm trees up north. Why not? I don't see. I mean, if you ask somebody, do you like palm trees? I don't think anybody's going to go, no, I don't like those. Those are stupid. Right? No, so. definitely not. So you said you played football before, right? I did. Yes. We actually got a picture of you playing over here. <laughs> Throwback. What's up? Oh, dude. That is a cool picture. That is a really cool picture. I'm appreciative of that. Whoever put the graphics together for this, that's really cool. They used to have this, so they'd have adver advertisements around campus. And I remember the first time I walked around, I saw this up on like a big, it was on a poster on a wall. I was like, whoa, that's me. That's really cool. So like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I had some of my best friends I met at SIU, all the guys I played football with. It was Any the, of them go pro? Yes. Yeah. A few of them did. So the running back from our team, um, his name is Brandon Jacobs. He was like 6'4", 260. He was huge. He transferred from Auburn and he played for the New York Giants. So he won two Super Bowls, beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Another good friend of mine named Braden Jones. He played for the Vikings. Um, I was just with him not too long ago. So Braden may be watching right now. So, yeah, he played for the Vikings. We had like four or five guys that went on to play in the NFL. Oh, dude, that is so awesome, man. Yeah. You should uh, reach out to them, see if they could come visit the school where you work at. Exactly, right? That would be awesome. We actually had Walter Payton's son, Jarrett Payton. He came to our school uh, a couple of years ago. So, yeah, yeah that, would, that would be awesome. That's a good idea. So you're a PE teacher in Glencoe, you said? Yes, correct. So, yeah. so with all this pandemic stuff going on, what exactly kind of activities do you guys do? With so, PE? so everything I do is on Zoom, which is it's basically like we're doing right now. Yeah. So I feel like I'm teaching right now a little bit. So... It's hard because it's not like, okay, we're going to play kickball today. So you kick it. And then the kid over there on their screen at their house is going to make the catch. So everything we do has to basically be fitness based. So the YouTube channel I have, my lawn care channel, I started because I knew I'd have to start making video content for my PE classes that are remote. So that's why I did it. I'm like, I'm going to practice. I like lawn care. I'm already doing it. So it just was a good practice on 
how to get better at making video content. So everything I do right now is on Zoom. So I'll do workouts. We did like cardio kickboxing the other day. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm trying to make the most of it and stay positive. And I think I've had a good reaction from my students and we've had a good time with it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, you know, that's awesome, man. You know, I really respect all the teachers. I mean, the work you guys Thank put you. in. I know that you said, uh, you know, you started doing this YouTube channel as a way to, you know, craft in your skills and sharpen up your skills. Uh, what exactly made you start doing lawn, lawn care YouTube channels? Well, I would, would always watch lawn care YouTube channels, and I've really taken care of my lawn ever since we bought our house. It's been something I've been passionate about. Ever since I was a little kid, I just loved grass. I don't know what it is, but just like seeing a really nice manicured lawn, I just like that. Yeah. So I've always done that since we've had our house, and I figured like I'm already doing this workout in the lawn, and I like watching lawn care YouTube videos, so... Why not try it out? So I did, and it's been a lot of fun. Like I feel like looking back at my old videos, I'm like, oh, these are so bad. Like why did I, why did I do it that way? But that's how anything is. When you first start, you don't really know what you're doing, but yeah. unless you give it a shot, you're not going to be successful at anything. And you know, I could definitely say, you know, my, this podcast is called America's Top Lawns, and your dedication and you know your talent that you have with lawn care definitely shines through. As far as your lawn is concerned. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, what, I know that a big thing that you do in your lawn is cutting it low. When did you start doing that? I do. So I started that about a year ago exactly. So I started watching my first lawn care YouTubers I would watch were Connor Ward and Ben Sims from Lawn Tips in Australia. And just watching them cut their grass so short, like five-eighths of an inch. It's just so cool. Like any professional football field or major league baseball field, you see that short grass and it just looks awesome. So I looked online for a long time to try to find a, a greens mower. I finally found one, fixed it up. And so I started that about a year ago. And dude, that's totally awesome, man. Uh, I started that about a little bit more than a year ago, but yeah. How about you? Like, how did you get into real mowing and all of this as well? Cause it's not all about me. I want to hear about you today. George. Uh, I, yeah, totally dude. Well, I bought this house when, uh, about five years ago when I turned 25 and when I moved in, I mean, the house was like totally overtaken by leaves. The lawn sucked. There were bare patches everywhere. And I just figured to myself, you know what? I got to flip this around. Yeah. I started watching the lawn care nut, bought myself a bag of Milorganite, and the rest was history. There you go. Bag of Milo goes a long way. <laughs> Dude, I never knew that, you know, crap can take me so far. But exactly, right? When I told my wife, I'm like, I'm literally putting, yeah, I'm putting that on my lawn. She's like, well, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, it might smell for a day or two, but it's no big deal. Lots of people do this. It's like, hey, come over here, honey. Take a sniff of this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this smells, is the smell of success. Smells like success. That's right. <laughs> Just like he says. So I want to take a look over here at some of the people that are. Yeah, let's check this out. All right. So the Lawn Whisperer said, uh, hoo, hoo, hoo. I think that's after we were talking about Indiana a little bit ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's pretty pumped up about that, I think. Uh, let me. I appreciate that, Ron Henry, saying that I put on a great show. Really appreciate that. You do, no doubt. Everything's top-notch here, man. I feel like I'm at a professional production studio, like I'm at, I pulled into Warner Brothers' lot or something. <laughs> I can't take any of the credit for it, to be honest with you. Ron Henry was probably the biggest inspiration for me. If you guys haven't watched out his live stream, he does it every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central. Go check out his live stream. Top-notch, 4K, good content, awesome. Check it out. I was actually just talking about you uh, today to Kyle, Ron. He's going to start uh, checking out your channel as well. No doubt. Absolutely. What Kyle, Kyle Film said, uh, my dad was happy when the Patriots lost. I think he's talking about the Giants beating the Patriots with Brandon Jacobs, so he knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Oh, Kyle, what's going on? That's actually my neighbor down the street from here. Nice. That's he, awesome. I he, saw some people sitting outside tonight. They had a TV set up. I don't know if that's Kyle or not, but I saw some people out chilling, enjoying the nice weather. Hopefully everybody's got nice weather right now, but around Chicagoland area, it's been like unbelievably warm. It's been a, a lawn care fanatic's dream come true for November. Dude, how about that weather? I thought going into Halloween, you know, grass was shutting down. Things were turning yellow. and Right. All of a sudden, now the last few days, it's been like 70 degrees and sunny every day. Exactly. I was literally laying out in a lounge chair with my shirt off, like catching rays today. It was unbelievable. Dude, I started watering my lawn again. <laughs> I did too. I haven't <laughs> blown out my sprinklers yet. Yeah, I stopped there for like a week and I put all the sprinklers away. And as soon as I saw it was going to be 70s for the whole week, I busted out the sprinklers. You know, with my new lawn renovation, I want to make sure that, you know, the the roots grow deeper as much as they can. So. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Get that deep, infrequent watering. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Hey, Kyle, I'm good. I'm good, man. Thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate that. I also got to give a shout out to my wife and kids, Emily at home, taking care of the kids, Summer and Jordan. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. They're watching. They're really excited about this. So uh, hopefully they're having a good night tonight. Love you guys. I want to give a shout out to my wife, too. What's going on, Vicky? If you're watching, I'm not sure if you are, but if you are, I love you, too. <laughs> uh Sunny Bermuda, what's going on, dude? How you feeling? Thanks for stopping by, dude. He says that's Alabama weather. That's right. Bama, no, November. My wife used to have uh, family in Alabama. She still has family, but they moved to Chattanooga. So we'd go down there for like Thanksgiving, and I'd be walking. I'm like, this is awesome, man. And he, he would reel mow too. My wife's uh, uncle, he would reel mow his lawn. I was like, this is so cool. So he's kind of one of the guys that influenced me into doing that too. So. What kind of reel mower did he have? Um, thinking back, I think he had a McLean, I want to say. If I'm wrong, I apologize, yeah. Frank, if you're watching this. But yeah, it may have been a McLean. It might have been a Greensmaster. I didn't really know much about it at the time. So. Yeah, yeah. Who cared at the time, right? Speaking of, you have both of those. I got to take a tour of George's garage. He's got the Greensmaster. He's got the McLean. He's got the Honda. You got the full setup, man. It's like a it's like a whole dealership in there. It's pretty awesome. So. Yeah, I got the Toro Super Recycler in the back, too. And uh, man. that stays in the shed. I don't use that too much. Yeah, <laughs> special occasions. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Uh, but we were actually doing a little bit of a tour around my garage, man. And I let you handle the McLean. What did you think yeah, about it? That thing is like buttery smooth. I can't believe how easy it is. I was saying, like, pushing the Greens Master around, it's tough. It's not easy. And I was saying, like, are my tires low on this thing? Why is it so hard to push this thing around? <laughs> am but I getting old? <laughs> exactly. I am. Well, I am getting old, but... Yeah, that McLean is like, it's so easy to maneuver. I could see why, after you got your Greens Master, why you held on to that, because it's just, it's easy to use. And when you don't have a massive area that you're using it on, like, it's it's tempting to just pull that thing out instead of the Greens Master. Yeah, you know, I love the McLean. The only problem is it's hard to get it serviced. Not only that, but getting a new reel, a reel, a new reel for that thing is like five hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Wow. If you want to get a new reel for the Greensmaster, you can get on R and R products for like yeah, 200. like two sixty or two yeah two hundred. Yeah, for sure. something like that. And exactly. then a McLean is five hundred. Like, how does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. I actually got a quick story about my Greensmaster. Let's hear. So I I looked for it. I looked on Facebook Marketplace, Offer Up, Craigslist, anywhere for a long time, and then I finally found it was on Offer Up. Somebody was selling two Greensmasters for 150 bucks. And I thought he like forgot to type a zero in or something. I'm like, are you sure? 150 bucks. But he worked at Medina Country Club, which is where the 2012 Ryder Cup was. Oh, I know so, Medina very yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So these mowers they used to cut the tee boxes at Medina. Yeah. So I'm like, I told the lawn tools this too on LT Turf. I'm like, I feel like this is a part of history. Like 
this mower used to cut the tee boxes that Tiger teed off on. Like, yeah. And now it's at my house, cut my backyard. How many so. uh, PGA tournaments they had in Medina? Like, they've had quite a, a few. Bunch. Yeah, they've had a lot there. That place is so prestigious. I heard they wouldn't even let Michael Jordan in there. Really? Did you hear about that? Actually, I was <laughs> I was there for the 2012 Ryder Cup, and I saw Michael Jordan there. So apparently, whoever told you that, they may have been missing. Oh, really? But yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, Michael Jordan, man, <laughs> I heard that you used to party with Dennis Rodman back in the day. Oh man, so uh, one time, one time, yes. So it was. Uh, <laughs> let's see, it was about 13 years ago. So I also have a side job <laughs> along with teaching, which I told you about already. So. After playing college football, I got approached about doing modeling, which is not something I expected to do. But long story short, there was a runway show at the Horseshoe Casino at the venue. Have you ever been to the Horseshoe oh, yeah. The venue? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw so, Leonard Skinner there. Nice. Yeah. So Pamela Anderson had a clothing line at the time. This Again, this is like 13 years ago. And she came to Chicago and she wanted to have this runway show and she chose me for my agency. There were two guys that she chose and I was one of them. I was thinking like, why is she choosing me for this? But yeah, so that night, Dennis Rodman was the MC of the event. So we're all backstage hanging out, like getting ready for the runway show. And Dennis Rodman's there. And I walk in the room like, oh, my God, that's that's Dennis Rodman. Like Pamela Anderson's over there. So I'm like, this is unbelievable. This is crazy. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, not that she holds a candle to my wife. My wife is, you know, she's my wife. She's all, awesome. All yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was that was a crazy night. I, Hanging out with Dennis Rodman, like standing next to him, like being in the same room as Pamela Anderson, it was it was over. I actually got a picture of that real quick. <laughs> oh no, dude, we dug it up from the annals of history. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yep. Oh man, dude. Exactly, Derek Zoolander, live in li in living color. I like the I like the little guy in the background who's holding the camera, the little paparazzi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that that there's was, several. That was at the uh, the venue at the Horseshoe Casino. So, so, so what's the story behind this outfit? <sighs> That's a good question. I don't know. It's whatever Pamela Anderson thought was a good look at the time, apparently. It's kind of like my white compression pants I'd wear underneath my football <laughs> uniform paired okay. with a pretty deep V-neck there. And oh, some, man, that's a super some, deep V. Yeah, kind of with like a a Mike Tyson face tattoo going on too. I don't know. It was uh, it was an interesting night. So. And Dennis Rodman was there? He was. He was the MC of the event. So it, oh, was, it was actually really cool. So at the venue, if you don't know what the venue is, it's a place where artists perform. Like you said, you saw Leonard Skinner there. So they had the runway and there was also tables set up everywhere. There's thousands of people there. It was crazy. My parents were there, my cousin, a bunch of people. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was wild. Dude, that is the wildest thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> right? Man. And now I'm in your basement talking about lawn care. So life goes full circle. Hey, you know what? We're both entertainers, you know? So. Exactly. Everybody is, you know? <laughs> you just got to put a microphone in front of yourself. <laughs> exactly. Real quick, I want to give a couple more shout outs. Uh, I see that the lawn and life just showed up. What's going on, man? Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> I said, whoa, I'm late. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> a lot, man. You missed a lot. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, this is great. So you're still doing modeling right now? I do, yeah. So basically the day, I, I used to do like underwear modeling for jockey. So if you buy a pair of jockey underwear, you know, there's like a person on there, but yeah. it's kind of cut off from the neck down. <laughs> that used to be me. The waist down so, yeah, is the only thing that matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I did that, all kinds of different stuff in my 20s. And it was like the day I turned 30, every job I have now, I'm playing a dad like you see right here. So is Basically, that your daughter? That is not my daughter. That's my pretend daughter. This is back before COVID time. So I like to call this one Dapper on the Crapper. Um, this, was, <laughs> this was the cover of the 2020 Kohler Design Catalog. So this is actually a really cool job. Like Kohler is an awesome company. They booked me a couple times. And modeling has been a lot of fun. Like it's nice supplemental income. It's 
laid back. It's fun. Now I get to do with my family too. So my whole family is signed with my agency. So like we've had, we've been in a couple of advertisements for Meyer. I don't know if you know Meyer, but oh, yeah. there's Meyer around here, not all over the place. So we've been doing that. Um, I got a photo shoot coming up for Sherwin, Sherwin Williams coming up this weekend. So like, so not only do you model, but let's talk about your lawn, man, because that is like a picture perfect lawn. Thank you. I appreciate that. All those like awesome shots you get during golden hour. Thank you. Right. Golden hour. That's what it's all about. I, I was telling my neighbors last night, I'm like, I got to get up early because I've got this time of year, the sun is so low that I don't want to record when the house is blocking the sun because it's get, it gets that golden hour. It's yeah. like 7.30 to 8.30 a.m. And I got to make sure, like, I try to knock it out as quickly as I can. So I made a video this morning. I recorded it. I edited it. And I had it all done in, like, three hours. So I'm like, you know, in, in the last podcast, when I had Striper Man, I asked him at the end, who do you think has the best lawn on YouTube? And there was some other guys in the chat that were actually talking and your name came up a lot. That's very humbling. I'm not sure I agree with that, but that's that's very nice of them to say. Like, I, I love my lawn. I really do. I've worked really hard at it. And anything that you set goals for and you create a plan and you get after it, like when you see that come to fruition and have some success, it's a lot of fun. And there's, all, there's tons of lawn care YouTubers who put passion into it and they get great results too. So I'm not going to say I've got the best lawn or this guy does or whatever. It's all about everybody having fun, being proud of what they do and what the end results are. So your lawn looks super awesome, man. What would you Thank say you. are like a few of the things that you do to get it to that? Honestly, one of the things that I have, that's kind of like a cheat code. Remember you used to play video games, you get the cheat codes online. R1, R2, L1, R2. It, exactly. Left yeah. down, right So up. it's like our lake sprinkler pump. Yeah. So we've got like seaweed in our lake and our sprinkler pump pumps right out of that. So that water is coming through seaweed and it's lake water. So it's nutrient rich and I can just flip a switch and get unlimited water whenever I want, which is like when we moved into our house, the sprinkler pumps in the basement. And I'm like, what is this thing? Down? I don't even know what this thing is. And I didn't touch it for like two or three years. Oh man! And then my neighbor's like, that's a sprinkler. Little pump. did you know what you had. Yeah. My neighbor, John, who's he's taught me a ton about irrigation and lawn care and stuff. I've learned a lot from him too, but he showed me, he's like, this is your sprinkler pump. I'm like, I've got in-ground irrigation. I didn't even know I had in-ground irrigation for like two years. Oh and I God. walked around and I poked around. Like, oh, yeah, there's a sprinkler head right there. So I had a bunch of broken pipes. While I, I'm over here, like, debating on spending 10 grand for an oh, irrigation man. system. It's so expensive. <laughs> Not just that, but then you put it in and they got to tear your lawn up and they got to yeah. trench everything. And it's just, it's a lot of work. So, so, yeah. so your, your sprinkler pump, it pumps straight from the lake. You said there's a lot of seaweed in there. Dude, that's like an unlimited supply of RGS you got. It's crazy. I don't know what RGS is, but I'll, I'm going to say yes. You're right. Yeah, it's like a seaweed product. <laughs> okay, Dude, then yes. You don't know what RGS is? I don't. Man, I don't. Well, you've been living under a rock? I have, yeah, <laughs> I have. No, but uh, so how many gal how many gallons per hour does that thing pump? You Honestly, know? I have no idea. And I I've never really measured it. I kind of just walk around and see if it feels dry. And if it does, I flip the switch and give it some water. And dude, if I had unlimited water like that, just pumping from the lake, I would just keep <laughs> it on constantly. But I know you can't do that. What's one other thing that's nice about it is my neighbor John, the old sprinkler was super old. It was like from the sixties, and he created a new system for me. So we made it all out of PVC. He works for water reclamation and he knows this stuff like the back of his hand. So he showed me how to do that. And he also connected a hose to it too. So I can connect a hose and run lake water through the hose. And then when it's time to blow out the sprinklers, which I'm going to do on Sunday, I can just connect the hose to the compressor and blow everything out from right there. So it's like 
two zones. It's super old school. You gotta you gotta turn the knobs and everything. I don't have like the new school solenoid that goes automatically. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's awesome. Like it's fun. I enjoy doing it. Are you thinking about upgrading to like a smart system? I'm not. I'm, old school. I like the dumb system, honestly. I I like it. The old school. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see over here Lawn Pusher just entered the chat. What's going on, man? Thanks for joining. What's up, Lawn Pusher? He said that Kenny Cooper has it also. Oh, dang. I didn't even know that he nice. had Nice. I was wondering how he was. I don't know if you know Kenny or not. I don't. He he actually has a huge lawn, and he lives not too far from here, down in Montgomery. Okay. And uh, he has, like, this, like, super strong sprinkler. It's like a, an impact sprinkler, but it, it shoots out, like. Like a golf course? Yeah. It's, like, huge, and it goes, like, a hundred, like hundreds of feet. That's awesome. Uh, I was wondering how he was getting all the That's water. That's what the lawn tools use, too. They don't have in-ground irrigation. I was asking, I was asking Right Tool about that. He said at his house, he just runs. He said they get a lot of rain, first of all, so he doesn't really need irrigation that much. But when he does need to water, he just sets up a tripod sprinkler system, and that's what he does. So uh, so does it ever get clogged when, when you water the lawn? I've never. Well, the heads do occasionally, like the individual sprinkler heads do. But the intake pipe, I kind of rig that up myself. It's basically PVC. So the whole setup is just like sucking out of a straw. So I got the pump in my house. I got the the piping that goes underneath the ground and then there's a tube that goes out in the lake with a little filter on the end so that filter keeps all the seaweed and all the little rocks and everything out so i've never really does it smell fishy at all no it doesn't i mean i don't know i wouldn't say it smells fishy but it doesn't smell like tap water yeah know? so yeah yeah definitely for right. sure uh super chat oh i want to give a super special shout oh, out man. to scott scott O'Hare is the man he really is i brought scott i was talking about you before the show today Thank you so much, Scott. Scott's a great dude. He's a big supporter of the lawn care community. He's a part of the lawn care community. He's a cool guy. So thank you, Scott. He watch, He always comments on the videos. That's what you make videos for. People who watch them, they take in the information, they enjoy it. They let you know by commenting. Like, that's awesome. That's what we as creators of content, that's what we really enjoy. So Scott, thanks so much. We really appreciate you, my man. Yeah, guys, we love it when you comment or when you like a video. If everyone uh, is enjoying this podcast, if you could drop us a like right now, it helps us reach a whole bunch of more people in the lawn community. You know, we're we're small fish in a, in a big sea, so any little bit helps, you know? Absolutely. Uh, we got a quick question from Lawn and Life. He said, uh, give us a quick rundown of your yearly application schedule. Oh, man, that's a good question. So kind of in a nutshell, starting on my first application of fertilizer is usually around like mid-April once the lawn starts to wake up a little bit. We were talking, we like Scott's products. I like Scott's. I like uh, Scott and Scott's. Exactly, right? So I'm kind of limited on what I can do because we live by the water. So I can't have any phosphorus in anything that I do. So I like Scott's Green Max. And I try to alternate between my synthetics, which is Scott's Green Max is a synthetic, and my naturals, like a Melorganite. Or like I've used the Menards Melorganite knockoff. Um, I started recently using what's called Cytogrow. Yeah. And that stuff's been awesome, man. Like I've... I like that. They sent it to me for free to try out. Like I actually reached out to them. I was like, hey, I heard this stuff's cool. They're the makers of Hydrotain. I oh, use okay. that too. Um, I actually saw that from the Lawn Whisperer. Lawn Whisperer used Hydrotain and seemed like he had good results from that. So my, I'm out there all the time. Like I, I wouldn't say like I do this on this day and this on this day, but usually like every four weeks I like to fertilize. I use zero weed killers and zero pre-emergence because we live by the lake. So that's yeah. something that's kind of unusual for me. So I pull weeds by hand and I don't put down any crabgrass preventer or anything. So I'm kind wow. of unusual with that. So. And you also told me you never throw down foss. I don't. Wow. No. Yeah. So what, what's the theory behind that again? 
So when it washes into the lake, it creates algae bloom and it's unhealthy for the fish and everything that lives in the lake. So you got to be really careful and you almost have, you have to have like a buffer zone too around the lake. So it's good to have like five or 10 feet that you don't fertilize because we're on an angle. So all the fertilizer up top, when the water hits it, it all it runs, runs off. Yeah. It's going to run down. So we have a seawall, but still like I try to follow the rules of that because if everybody does their part, we have a nice clean lake. If everybody's like, Oh, whatever, I'll just do it. If everybody has that attitude, then our lake's full of algae and it's green and disgusting. So, so you don't use any type of weed killer. You don't use any foss and no. your lawn is awesome. Well, it helps that I'm a teacher and I'm off all summer. So yeah. pretty much every morning I wake up, I get up early. My wife was giving me a hard time about this today. Emily's like, it's Saturday. Why are you up at five 15 in the morning? I'm like, because I'm excited to get up. Like I want to go walk around the lawn and go see what's going on. And there's See, always that one person in a relationship that's an early worker, an early waker and a late uh, yes. sleeper. Yes. I'm the early riser. Not to mention. I like, am too in my yeah, relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah, that's kind of our mentality. I huh? wake up. My wife's like, it's four o'clock. Why are you up? I know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, I got to get back to some comments on my videos. Somebody uh, commented something. So I'm getting back to him. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see real quick. Uh, over here in the. Um. Like okay. Backwoods lawn care. Yeah. He's asking Kyle what his biggest uh, struggle is in the, in the lawn. Good question. So the biggest struggle I had this past summer was with fungus problems. Cause you would think like, Oh, you got unlimited water with your sprinkler system. But if you put too much water down, you yeah. get fungus. And there's certain spots in my lawn that the sprinklers are kind of set up funky. They're not set up to where they evenly distribute water. So that's backwoods. That's been the biggest issue I've had is dealing with fungus. And I've kind of figured it out a little bit. And the video I made today, I talk about switching up your fungicides and how grass, just like humans creates a tolerance to things. So if you put down the same fungicide all the time, that grass adapts to it and it evolves and then it doesn't work anymore. So you got, there's different groups of fungicides. So you got to use a group one, which I have, and then I switch to a group three it's so nerdy. I know my wife is like, you're such a nerd talking about all this stuff. I'm like, but yeah, but luckily, I luckily I haven't had too much fungus problems. Uh, I mean, I just throw down some propiconazole anytime, you know, there's a little bit of an exactly issue. What, what kind of you use Do you use the, uh, what's it called? Like bear bear. I, it comes in the little blue. No, no. I, I use the stuff from, um, do my own. Yeah. Yeah. I got that too. Yeah. They, they, the same company that makes the, the T next. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of T next, do you throw down any kind of regulator? I have not. No, no? honestly, no, I haven't because like I said, I'm a teacher and I'm off all summer and I mow every two days, my backyard, I real mow at five eighths of an inch every two days. So my neighbor's like, this guy is out of his mind because yeah. I'm out there all the time. My neighbors just say, no, you don't, you mow every day, but pretty much. Yeah. So I, I don't put any plant growth regulators. If I were to go on vacation or something for like a week, I might consider that, but yeah, I know you I, mentioned bear earlier. Yeah. I didn't know this, but did you know that they actually make a plant growth regulator for sale in the big box stores really and it's a granule no i saw it on sunny bermuda's channel he was testing no it out yeah if you want to check it out i will uh, do that uh but i use the stuff from do my own and uh you know <laughs> you talking I, about the pgr or the yeah the PGR. Uh, okay cool what yeah. do you think because i've heard some people say i kind of regret putting down the plant growth regulator oh no you like it i love it man but what i've heard is that it kind of limits the top growth but it also 
there's more tillering, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's going to produce more leaves of grass and it's going to widen itself out a little bit when you use the plant growth regulator. So those, that's some of the things that I've heard. It about. makes it tight knit for sure. Yeah, for sure. So like if you have like a, like a KBG lawn and you're spraying down the PGR, right. you're going to definitely have to detach more often or not detach, like scarify your lawn. Right. Cause you're going to want to break up the, the grass crowns because things get like really tight knit. Right. Like so tight knit, nothing could get through them. You exactly. Know? Yeah. We got a question from, what's it say? Mr. Lushlon says you switch propiconazole and azoxystrobin. Yes. That's what I do. And you want to switch the groups too, because they come labeled what group they're in. It's like in. a group A and a group exactly. B. Exactly. It's one, two, three, and four. Or I don't know. There's people that know more than I do. But you want to use one from a different group. And yes, you want to switch between those two. You don't want to continue with the same one all the time. I know you said you don't apply any pre-emergence, right? Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I do with my pre-emergence. Yeah. Because you want to, there's groups of those too, you know? Okay. Because you have like your prodiamine, which is what I mostly throw down. Yeah. But you can't be throwing that. Like if you do a, a spring app, you can't. Or it's not recommended to throw that down in the fall time either. Got you. So I kind of switch off from that to dithiopyr and then back to prodiamine and so on and so forth. Gotcha. I got a question for you, George. Yeah. Do you have any issues with POA annua? No. None at all? None. Huh? None that I know of. Gotcha. Back to the question earlier. Somebody said, but what are some issues real, to deal with? I've got a little bit of that in my lawn, so I'm trying to work that out too. Go ahead. How, how, how can you tell exactly that you have it? Because I kind of had a little bit of a hodgepodge of grass before. Okay. And I know now that I have like a monostand. Yeah. It's going to stick out like a sore thumb. It will, for sure. So it's kind of more of a lime green color, and it has continuous seed head production. So like end of May, when Kentucky bluegrass has its seed head, it looks just like that, but it's a little bit different, and it continues having seed heads like almost all year. So really? that's Yeah, that's how I can tell I have it in my lawn. I mean, it looks like nice bluegrass. Don't get me wrong. Like I real mow it, and that those tiny little spots of Poa annual, it actually looks pretty nice. It doesn't but, stick out at all? It does a little bit, but st it's not like it's a weed, though. Like, it really it It's is. a grass, right? Yeah, it is a grass, but I don't want it there, so technically that makes it a weed. But, yeah, so that's that's another issue I've had a little bit. Is some po a couple spots of Poa annua, but what I plan on doing instead of killing it off is, I don't know if you've seen in my videos, but I have, like, a reserve area. So if I have a bad spot or a bare spot or, like, the fungus I mentioned before, I just cut it out and I get rid of it. And I take a spot from that I real mow over in the corner of the lawn that I never see, because I want the areas that I walk out and look at everything, I want it to look really good. So if I can take something from that reserve area, cut it out just like a piece of sod, yeah. replace it for like a, a patch of Poa annua or whatever it may be, that's worked out really well. Connor Ward just make a video about the Pro, Pro Plugger. Plugger. I saw that. Not a big fan of that personally. Like I would rather, yeah. like he took it out of his front yard, right, where everybody's seeing everything. I'm like, dude, do that in the back where you real mow, you know what I'm saying? Unless he had a different type of grass and he didn't want to mix that yeah. in, but... I'm a big fan of doing that, like transplanting grass from yeah. a reserve area because golf courses do that. Like it's, I, I forgot it's what, well. which golf course channel I saw. It might have been Friday's Golf. I'm not sure. But have you seen the actual like square transplant uh, pluggers that they have? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's like this like square machine that's on a stick. Yeah. And oh, put, you know what? I did see that. I don't think it was from a golf course, though. It was like a an English league soccer team. It showed it after a be. game how they repair the field, make it look perfect. But yeah. Yeah. And like, it takes it out of the ground like perfectly. Yeah. So when you transplant it, you could just lay it right in there and it looks awesome. So yeah. who knows? I might, uh, you know, invest in one of those in the future. There you go. Yeah. R and R product sells that, by the way, if you want to check it out, they're like five, $400. Dude, they've got everything, man. R and R is awesome. 
Anything yeah. you need, basically, you can get there. I think their bed knives are a little questionable, though. Yeah. Just right. forewarning. If you can R&R? get it from Toro, I recommend that. Pick up your game, R&R. All right. So, uh, Sunny Bermuda said slow mo by bear. It thickens it up too. Well, I'm glad to hear that you had a. There you go. You had a good time with that. I'm that gonna, must be the granular you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, Sunny, do you apply that to the ground? Like, is it absorbed through the roots or do you wet your lawn and then apply kind of like similar like a PGR? Because with the regular PGR, you know, it's a foiler application. So I'm not sure how that works if it's through the roots or if you wet it and just throw it on there. But I'm kind of curious. Uh, let's see. Next year, Sunny, I'll be trying that out. Struggle pull every spring. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough to get rid of. But again, at the same time, it looks like bluegrass. It's just a little bit lighter. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll let it be for a little bit. The thing is, it's got those seed heads all the time. So if you don't do something about it, eventually it's going to spread. Kind of like a creeping bent grass. Do you ever get that either? No. Anybody no. in the chat, anybody get creeping bent grass? Because... Anytime, I've been hearing a lot about that lately. Yeah, if you live near water, if there's like a an easement or like a runoff someplace, look in that. I can almost guarantee you're going to find nimble will or creeping bent grass, and they look just like each other. It's hard to tell the difference between the bent them. grass is really stocky, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of a sh- it's really shallow rooted. It's yeah. like a putting green at a golf course. That's bent grass. Yeah, but in your lawn, it kind of stands out. It's more of a bluish color, and it's really I don't know. It's it's prone to disease. It gets fungus easily. There's a lot of issues that I've had with it. So I, same thing, like I talked about with the reserve area, I just cut it out and I, in my front yard that I don't real mow, I keep it like two inches. Yeah. So I cut it out, put in new pieces of sod and I'm hoping it doesn't come back. Do you have any plans on leveling out your front yard? I don't. The only reason is because in our front yard, there's two the backyards, the money shot. Exactly. Like that's my bread and butter is the backyard. Yeah. So my lawn, my lawn's kind of like a DeLorean. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you look at it from the front and it looks normal. And then you come around the back and you're like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, this is this is a golf course with palm trees. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't plan Sounds on. Sounds like a butterface. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Basically. But no. <laughs> Throw a, pay, a bag the, re- <laughs> the reason I don't plan on that, two reasons. Yeah. One, because we get so much shade in the front yard. Like, if I were to level everything out, I'd want to real mow it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we have huge trees, so they give you shade. And the second thing is the roots. Oh, don't even get trees. me started on that. Like, I had to fix a sprinkler line because the roots grew so big. They grew together and they pinched off the line and it was ridiculous. So that's, that's why I'm not, I don't know. I might, who knows? Dude, I've been resorting to some extreme things trying to take care of those roots. Yeah. I hear you. I'm a tree hugger. So it kind of hurts me when I have to remove them. I agree. Especially because I have the only red tree on my whole block. Really? And it's right that that smeg in the middle of my lawn. Yes. It's beautiful by the way. What is that? Is it a maple tree or what? No, no, it's uh cherry oak tree all right i believe nice i've got a japanese maple at my house it's a big red tree it's beautiful maybe it is a japanese maple i don't know i gotta look into it but like i was saying i got roots coming in all around yeah and, you know they say that that's you, what my wife says about her hair when she gets to get when she has to get it done again and get it dyed she's got roots coming in so she, go ahead sorry. she got some root problems <laughs> <laughs> uh but no as far as that goes i mean I got all these roots and you know, your mulch beds are supposed to go out to the drip line of the tree. Right. But I don't want to get rid of any of any of my turf real estate that I have, you know? No, of course not. So of course the roots are growing all around. So I actually saw an interesting video by Yard Envy. I don't know if you guys, any of you guys watch him, but he was talking about how you could remove the roots from your ground rather than cutting them out. He was using a diamond disc on an angle grinder. Really? You know the diamond disc? You could actually oh, yeah. grind down concrete with it. Yeah. And this guy was just- Like an end of a driveway that's not- yeah, yeah it's not tape it's like a concrete yeah. grinder like a mini one on an angle grinder right this guy was grinding away the roots really yeah 
And I don't know how safe that is for the tree. I've done that in my backyard where we have our, we have huge blue spruces and the roots come up to the ground level. So I'm like, why is there no grass right there? And I touch it and it's a root. So I take my sawzall and I chop across it in a couple spots and I yank out the big root. So yeah, that's another way you can do it too. Yeah. I actually did that too. You know, whenever I do that, I just try to fertilize the trees. You know, I, yeah, I put those uh, fertilizer yeah, stakes. spikes. Yeah. And stakes. I don't know how much that works, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, your trees look good. So that's the outcome you're looking for. So. Yeah, I don't want to just have the best lawn when I have the best trees. Exactly, too, you know? right? It's like the uh, it's like the shoes that go with the outfit. Yeah. Uh, Ron Henry said, I'd imagine any granular PGRs would be a type B class. You know, Ron, I know that you are the master when it comes to using PGRs. I've I seen you using not only uh, the PGR from, like the regular PGR, I forgot who makes it, but I know that you use like uh, the super expensive kind too. It's like three hundred dollars a bottle or something. I forgot what that stuff is called. Dang, Ron. Yeah, dang. It's like three hundred dollars a gallon for that PGR. <laughs> Jeez. Fun, funny story about PGR. Uh, you know, PGR is kind of questionable in the lawn community. You yeah, because it's it's an artificial chemical. Yeah, that's Let also me, a reason why I'm not a big fan of. It. I don't want want it washing into the lake. So go ahead. Yeah. And you know, I don't blame you when it comes to that. I personally like it because, you know, I, I don't like to go out there every single day and mow. Sure. And I don't want to break the one third rule. Right. Um, but I left some of it in a solo cup because I was measuring it out using a solo cup in another cup. I do that stuff too. And I left like a little smidge of PGR in the solo cup overnight on my workstation. Yeah. The next day I went into my garage and it burned through the cup. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, dude, I'm like thinking to myself, some Walter White type stuff right yeah. there, you know? Like if it did that to the solo cup, like, what's how, it doing in my grass? Like, yeah. how much do I have to water this stuff down? My goodness. Dude, it's like some Frankenstein stuff. <laughs> but God, it makes her, it makes her lawn look awesome. Yeah. It All makes right. it super green. It makes it, you know, spread out, like you were saying. I mean, if I'm going to believe somebody, it's going to be you, George. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah. But the thing is, once you start using it, you got to keep using yeah, of it. Of course. Because yeah. you could get the rebound effect. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, I hear you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, T-neck. Oh, yeah. Tide Packlow. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. That's the other one that I remember. Ron's a man. I appreciate everybody coming. Join in the chat. It's awesome. Like I said earlier, the lawn care community, everybody involved. It's a lot of fun and everybody's supportive. It's It's great yeah definitely thank you guys so much for stopping by i really i mean you know it's awesome for sure so i know that we were talking about your greens master earlier what year is your greens master mine's a 2002 i just found out recently i put it on i'm in like a toro fanatics group on facebook again my wife is yeah i'm in there so, too oh, yeah yeah exactly so i didn't know what year it was and i couldn't figure it out and i posted the serial number of it and somebody who knows more than I do is like, that's a 2002 based off these numbers. So mine's an 02. Oh, okay. Which is the year I graduated high school. So, and yours is, your mower is the year you were born. Am I correct? Yeah. On that? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Exactly, exactly man. Yeah. Uh, actually, it was produced a little bit before I was born. Nice. That's so it still runs like a top though, right? Yeah. My mower is older than me. And you see my garage. It's like super modern. Yes. You know, like I got the modern gray colors in there, modern tools, everything like that. Yes. So you can imagine what my wife thought when I brought home this 1989 <laughs> Greens Master. She's like, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, this is my new baby. She's yeah. like, no way. And you should have seen it. I know it looks good now, but you should have seen it when I got it. That's I awesome. I would say it was like rusty. The the reel was like, oh my God. Man. Really? Mine was, mine was in rough shape when I bought it the two that I got. So I took two of them and between the two, like it was missing parts and belts and oh, all really? kinds of stuff. So I took the parts between the two of them and fixed one up and sold it. 
made a little bit of a profit and the profit that I made, I bought all the parts that were missing and then kept the one for mine. So yeah, I hear you. Like you get it. Like, this is awesome. I can't wait to use this thing, but it's a piece of junk right now. You know what I'm saying? So, so what would you say, uh, what did you have to do besides changing belts? How was the reel on it? So the reel and the bed knife were awesome, yeah. which was great. So just, yeah, there was all kinds of issues. The paint was rusty. So I took a lot of parts off and repainted them, um, which was, it wasn't that much work. Realistically, I thought it was going to be a lot more work than it was. There was a couple cables, like the throttle control cable was missing. Tracking that down wasn't very difficult. I think I got an R and R, like you mentioned. So yeah, just a couple parts. Geek is awesome too. Yeah, for the Green okay. Master. And eBay. All right, there you go. Oh, yeah. eBay is good for everything. Yeah, especially auto parts and like uh, yeah. mower parts and stuff. How about like you? That. What else did you have to repair on yours? Uh, with mine, I had to get uh, my reel sharpened. I had to change the bearings. Uh, all the belts were good. Uh, I had to adjust some of the tension uh, cables. Yeah. And. Um, Otherwise, you accelerate and it's like popping oh, a wheelie. Yeah, Dude, don't even, When I first like engaged to drive on that thing, it uh, popped so hard. Right. Well, you probably had the. Did you have the transport wheels on at the time? No, no. Okay. I, I actually don't have transport wheels. Uh, I wish I didn't. Right, because we have that seawall in our backyard. So there's like a six inch area between our seawall and where I can reel mode. Did you see? The, did you see the video that uh, Brett made? I did. Yeah, I did see that. He. I forgot. I forgot what size that wrench he was using. It's like not a size that you can get yeah, in a common kit. He had to like heat it up or something to get the thing <laughs> yeah. off of there. But I'm, I'm this guy was like using map gas or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. No, but uh, I mean, I would do it. Yeah. Uh, but the Greens Master looks good. Uh, anybody who's interested in buying one, what would you say is like something they need to look out for? And like what would be a deal breaker? Because on that Toro Fanatics group, on the Real Mores group on Facebook, like nonstop I see questions on there. Like, is this Greensmaster a good deal? Yeah, and I, I see that all the time. Not only that, but I feel like people are kind of gouging the prices now I compared agree. to how they were. I totally agree. Honestly, I'm not an expert on it, so I can't say, like, look for this, don't look for that. Yeah, but yeah. one thing is the Kawasaki motor. You have uh, the Kawasaki motor, dude, too, high don't five you? On that, yeah, dude. exactly. Sorry, that was a low five. I That's all good, that. dude. But, yeah. That Kawasaki, Kawasaki motor, motor that is the shiznit. Is, it is, yes. So that thing is it's awesome. Yeah. Like, if you don't get it in one pull, you're like, what? And it's usually because I don't have it in the on position. Yeah, yeah. That's the only issue I ever have. So As a matter of fact, that reminds me. I was in Ron Henry's live stream yesterday. And I asked him a question about his Subaru engine. Yeah. Uh, he has a Greensmaster. <clears throat> I forgot uh, what year it was. But I know all the ones past 2013 have the Subaru engines. Okay. And he told me that the Subaru engine, it, sometimes it takes like two or three times to start it. Yeah. And uh, he Which was. Is, I mean, if it works and you get it after two or three pulls, whatever. It's yeah. no big deal as long as you get it to work. But, but yeah. he was telling me the Honda GX engine that he has on his True Cut, he's able to start it right away on the first pull. Yeah. And that's how it is on the Greens Master. It is. Like every single time. It's like <laughs> one pull, you're good to go. And the tension, like there's not a lot of tension no, on it. No, it's so easy. Yeah. I thought something was wrong the first time. I was like, I need to tighten something because this is so easy to pull. But <laughs> yeah. It starts. So I guess that's the goal at the end of the day, right? And I also learned something new from that live stream yesterday did you know that they build those engines so that they're not lo super loud no i didn't i did realize or well, i noticed that they're not loud at all yeah and me too. sometimes i have to adjust mine a little bit there's a little screw a little screw that you adjust that i don't know it turns the idle up or down a little bit so i actually have an issue with mine right now i was uh -oh. gone um a couple weeks ago and my wife was like the garage smells like gas so i'm like <laughs> seriously let me guess problem? your fuel filters leaking. my fuel filter is leaking yeah, yes yeah. it's that the happened to me too was it the gasket in your fuel yeah, filter the rubber gasket yes so i just ordered a new okay good yeah thank, and thank it's you. reverse threaded 
It is, yeah. Yeah, which is strange. It is, I know. Yeah. And I looked at the the little gasket, and it's totally like torn to bits and looked like crap. So, hey, I want to give a super special shout out to Striper Man. What's up, Striper Man? Veteran of the show. Thank you so much, Striper Man. I appreciate it. What a guy out in the East Coast. I love that accent. Last yeah, weekend, yeah. I was like, oh, he's got to be from the East Coast. I love that accent. It's awesome. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, that was an awesome podcast that, that was. I did with the Striper Man last week. He he was a totally awesome guest. And, I, cool. and I'm glad that he, he I invited him over. Absolutely. Ron Henry said his Greens Master is 2014. Yeah. 2014. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> but back to what I was saying earlier, they make those engines so that they're they're not super loud. And the reason why is they want to mow the greens. You know. Yeah. Golf the courses. You don't want to exactly want to disturb people. Exactly. And uh, I forgot who was saying that, but like you can go out super early and mow with that thing and it's oh, not yeah. it's not going to wake anyone up. No, exactly. Well, at least that's what I like to think. My neighbors might think otherwise, but Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't absolutely. even want to get into it. You mentioned my last video I showed a a part where I was checking the reel to bed knife and you're like, "Oh, that reel and bed knife looks buttery smooth." And yeah. I was, and I was going to tell you tonight. I was like, "I've never sharpened that." And I've had it over a year and I used it every other day all summer. Haven't sharpened it. Like, should I sharpen that, do you think? Like because yeah. it's cutting so so nice right now like should i take well, it into sharpen it was that the reel that came know. with it it is yeah i don't mm. know if it's a special reel because it's from medina and they had it has to be it's probably is dude if there's one thing that i could recommend man do not try not to get your bed knives and your reels from r and r okay because they started rusting almost immediately after i put them on there they still cut no kidding don't get me wrong it's it still cuts like surface rust would surface show up rust. a little bit I get that a little bit too on mine, but I feel like it goes away. But I um, saw yours. Yeah. I mean, like I was looking at it and it was like gleaming me in the eye. Yeah, right. I was like, oh man, my reel does not look <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> it could just be smoke and mirrors from the camera. I don't know. It could be, but either way, it looks good. Well, thank you. Um. So yeah, Ron Henry said the GX engine is money. Literally had a half-hearted. Oh yeah, nice. You know what? I have the GX uh, 200 engine on my honda more and, and that thing it doesn't start up usually on the first pull but my gx engine on my ryobi pressure washer does start up on the first pull i don't know what the deal is with that on the new honda lawnmowers your rotary mower what kind do you have so i've got a troy built so i've got hey, like the, the lows classic. like bottom of the line and there's no engagement at all like i've got to produce all the power there's no self-propel on the thing oh but man that sucks it does kind of honestly and i have this striper on it and my striper doesn't roll mine like drags my own <laughs> diy striper that i created like when i was a little kid because i yeah. wanted stripes because i go to white Sox games be like i want my lawn to look like that yeah so i had all these prototypes of stripers and i finally have the one i use now yeah but it probably weighs 25 pounds and i don't have self-propel so like i'm done and my shoulders are burning i'm like that was a good especially workout. on that uphill back yes i've got the incline or decline however and i notice you like to stripe your stripes towards the lake i change it up but yeah. if it's fourth of july or if it's like we're having people over i like to have the stripes to where you ride by on the boat and it's perfectly lined up with like the middle beam yeah, of our yeah. house i'm kind of obsessive compulsive with that a little bit have you so. ever had any boats pull up and say nice lawn oh all the time now. Do you yeah. really yeah well i we know everybody on the lake so oh, they okay. know i'm crazy about this stuff yeah yeah, yeah. One of my videos a couple of weeks ago, I'm uh, using my backpack sprayer and I'm spraying the lawn, putting down some Cyto Grow. And right on cue, this woman goes, your lawn looks perfect. I'm like, thank you. Appreciate it. I swear I didn't pay her to say that in the video. But as Connor says, you got some looky loose. Exactly. Looky loose. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, so dude, that's hilarious. Man. How about you? When you're out doing yard work, do you ever get neighbors come by? Like, what is that machine you're using? Or what's this backpack Ghostbusters thing you have on right now? I wouldn't say that uh, I have any neighbors come by, but I have had several landscape 
companies drive by yeah and like stop and watch what i'm doing yeah yeah for sure and i've had a couple of guys ask me so my neighbors they know that i'm obsessed with my lawn i don't know they don't really you know how neighbors are sometimes they don't want to admit you got a nice lawn you exactly know? you know be, how it, goes. it can be competition sometimes for sure that's how the neighbor domination goes you exactly know? <laughs> like my one i have one neighbor you know he'll come up to me and he'll have a full-blown conversation he'll be like so uh what'd you put on your lawn <laughs> <laughs> like how's, the, how's the baby doing oh yeah yeah great great so anyway what'd you, what'd you put on the lawn <laughs> yeah exactly dude that's exactly what it was he sees me out there spraying things you know uh-huh. back when i was throwing down the biostimulants i was out there like every day throwing down a different biostimulant that's crazy dude it, it was ridiculous man that's awesome though ron said yep the greens masters are designed to be quiet because they're used on golf yeah yeah i, I actually didn't know that and i just learned that yesterday and I think that's a really awesome thing about the Greens Master. I agree. Uh, I really like how quiet it is because it's such a monster beast of a machine. So heavy. And it's super quiet. One one question I have, though. you ever? I'm sure you see Swordman machines, how yeah. they stripe. Yeah. That really define stripes and like Allet machines. Yep. I feel like the Greens Master stripes aren't as defined as those. But the Greens Master weighs so much more, you'd think that they would have more defined stripes. I'm not sure why that's the case. I think it's a combination of factors. Okay. Number one, what do you mow your, high, your, your lawn at? Usually, my real mower you're talking about usually five eighths of an inch i okay, just so that's it down about to a half six, inch five. for no reason but yeah that's about 0.65 mm-hmm. a lot of the people that are using the swordmans they're they're mowing at about 0.75 right and believe it or not that makes a big difference it does you're right so three quarters of an inch the grass is going to look a little bit darker and it's got more leaf that's going to mm-hmm. lean over to make yeah. it more of a contrast and uh i actually know someone who has an outlet mower and he mows it at an inch yeah and it looks like it's a, a shortcut long yeah uh, so that's that's one reason why and the second reason why is even though it doesn't weigh a lot you're able to burn those stripes in because when you're mowing with the greens master sometimes it gets tiring and you don't want to keep on going back and yeah. forth and back and forth that's true you know but if you have an alley you could pivot that thing you can go back and forth and back and forth like you know 10 times effortlessly right so i think it's a combination of those two things you know exactly yeah speaking of uh in the chat over here we said lawn whisperer says smooth af i think he's talking about abercrombie and fitch i don't know smooth af i guess he just picked up a green i don't know if he wants me to tell everybody yeah he, this yeah, is like he a told big me revealed everybody but he picked up a 1600, a 1600 yeah I heard. so lawn whisperer that's awesome excited to see you doing some things with that he says i got the business casual on tonight you're right business casual it is I it's mean, just I'm business baby coming to george's house it's all business right so <laughs> exactly, I, I gotta man. look the part so i threw on a button down i actually have swim trunks on under here you can't see it but you trying to right. take a dip afterwards i am yeah if you uh, don't mind i don't got a lake like you man hey you got a pretty nice bathtub upstairs so i figure why not hey man bust out a bottle of wine <laughs> no i'm just joking dude no uh but yeah uh he said but yeah the business casual man Scott says out of the fall catalog. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate that. Hey, I just saw on your Facebook that was that like a Target ad you were in? That was Meyer actually. Oh, Meyer. Yeah. If you don't know what Meyer is, Meyer is like a Target. It's in the Midwest though, so it's like Illinois, Michigan, Indiana. Um, So yeah, so Meyer is like a Target. So when the pandemic started, like before that, the the picture you showed earlier, like they would hire a model. Like they would hire me, I'd be with a fake wife, fake kids, and they can't really mix families now with the pandemic going on. So my agent was like, would your whole family be interested in being submitted for a couple jobs? I'm like, so paychecks times four? Yeah, definitely. So she submitted us to Meyer, and they chose us. So we had our first shoot um, 
that ad came out like, I don't know, like a month ago or a couple weeks ago. And then they hired us back again. And then that's going to be out in December. So yeah, so that's for mine. They give you free clothes too? They don't. No? No, they give you money though, which you can buy clothes with. So. Damn, dude, what's life without some clothes from Myers? I know, right? Exactly. Man, dude. Nice. Any place that I could go grocery shopping and buy clothes, I'm down with exactly, it. Exactly, right? I'm a simple man, dude. I'm not going to lie. I like their clothes. Like, dude, I, Target my, has nice clothes. They do. I know. It's crazy. Who would have thought we'd be talking about clothes right now during this lawn care show? And everyone's like, what are these guys talking about? But yeah, you're right. Well, hey, you know, we got to stay fresh. <laughs> you know, I'm always out there with my black V-neck exactly. and my new balances, man. I was, I was telling George earlier, I was like, I can't believe you don't have a Psycho Bunny shirt on. Is that what it's called? psycho bunny yeah 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 well I've, these shirts are like 70 bucks believe it or not man so i believe I, it yeah i mean they're made from the world's softest cotton and they're, they're actually mm-hmm. cooling like if you're hot they'll cool you down uh so they didn't pay him to say this i don't think either no this no it's not an advertisement definitely not but i'm actually working on some merch and some apparel guys that's going to be similar it's going to be like a, a nice black shirt like a v-neck with like my my little, I have a redesigned real logo I'm going to put here. Nice. So it's going to be super sick. And That's it's awesome. not going to be like one of these default companies. Like I'm trying to like get some quality materials. There you go. So uh, I'm going to be rolling that out pretty soon. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> all right. So I've seen you throw down a couple of products like lately on your lawn. What would you say are some of your favorite ones that you've been throwing out? <clears throat> So honestly, the Menards brand Melorganite knockoff, it's like eight bucks a bag. Like I, I reached out to Simple On Solutions, Cytogrow, Hydratane. They sent me some stuff, which that stuff's good, but it's it's expensive. For, so yeah. for the average DIY person to continuously buy that stuff, it can be unreal, unrealistic sometimes, but just those. For our lawns, it's all right. Yeah, exactly. For those bio products like Melorganite or like the Melorganite knockoff. Yeah. That's some of my favorite stuff, and yeah, it's it cheap. A bag is like eight bucks. If you can find Melorganite, the Menards by me has it for like nine bucks a bag, but they sell out so fast. But they have their own brand, <laughs> and it's the same thing. The uh, the breakdown is almost exactly the same. So that's one of my favorite things because I'm not trying to push expensive products on people and like, hey, check out my video where I'm using this two hundred dollar you know, per gallon, whatever, like that's unrealistic for people. So I've been seeing a lot of those $200 products popping up. Yeah. I thought, I thought when it was like $50 a gallon, that was a lot. And then all of a sudden there's like, for sure, it's like a half a grand for a gallon. I know it's ridiculous. So I'm not trying to make people go broke, but honestly, (laughs) like that Menards brand knockoff Melorganite, or I think uh, home Depot has their own. And so does Lowe's and whatever, but like those bio products, that's where it's at. It's yeah. natural. I don't feel bad like having my kids go running around after that. And I know you. I saw you released a video earlier today about winterizer, and you threw down the Scott's winterizer. There's I actually been- didn't throw down the Scott winter, Scott's winterizer. I recommended it for people to do. Yeah. I didn't like. I've been using the Scott's Green Max, which is it's a twenty seven zero two. Yeah, with the added iron. Exactly. That yeah. stuff is awesome. It is awesome. I like that stuff. I, but I yeah, really- the the Winter Guard. It just has. I think it's a thirty two zero ten. So it's pretty similar. But yeah. Oh. Uh, Oh, uh, as far as like uh, nitrogen, how do you feel? How much do you usually throw down for your winterizer application? Because there's a lot of talk in the lawn community right now. Yeah. Whether you should throw down a small amount or a medium amount or just not throw down any at all. Right. Or throw down a whole pound right before the So winter. I actually started in about early September and I'd go about every two or three weeks and I do like a quarter pound to a half pound of nitrogen per thousand square feet. <laughs> and that's what I've been with. And the grass is still really green. So like and the like a small nitrogen blitz. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like your video. I love that nitrogen blitz. Like the old <laughs> NFL blitz logo. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Dude, that was fun, man. That was. That was sure. a fun video. Absolutely. It was a little dark, but I had a good time. How about you? Like what's your what's your plan right now? Like what's your 
winterizer like what have you been doing recently with well uh, in the backyard i've been doing the nitrogen blitz i've been throwing down um a half a pound of nitrogen every two weeks back there because i had some you know die off from the from the summertime plus yeah. i had some disease pressure back there and a bunch of weeds and everything yeah so i'm trying to thicken up the turf but in the front yard i it's my renovation i'm not feeding it too much yeah like you don't want to give a baby a t-bone steak and that's yeah. kind of what it's like if you're throwing I'll, down tons of products on a brand new i lawn. was throwing down uh like quite a bit of product on like the boulevard strip yeah where your car's parked right now right yeah, yeah. and i ended up burning. on the lawn i'm in the gr no i'm kidding yeah, yeah. And, I, and i ended up burning some of that really yeah it kind of sucked man was but. that the urea you put down or what was it that you used because I saw that you had the urea. I'm yeah. like, that's brilliant, man. I ought yeah. to do that. That's probably so much more cost effective. Dude, you got to check out Site 1, man. You ever been there? I have not. No? Dude, they have, like, some of the best fertilizers around. Really? Yeah. Site 1, huh? Yeah. Is that, like, a website or is it a... No, it's a store. Store? It's a landscape supply store. Nice. There you go. Um, Actually, Ron Henry got me into it. What do you know? Yeah. Ron, he's been talking about you nonstop since I got here. Ron, I'm going to check out your channel. I'm sorry I haven't yet, but I'm checking out Ron Henry. Yeah, dude. He's got one of the awesome channels, man. That's awesome. But uh, either way, they got a whole bunch of stuff there. I mean, you can get straight urea, 4600, uh, 2100. I mean, all this cool stuff. They have biostimulants there, too, for, nice. like this, for the Lolo. Right. Whisperer just said he loves some spoon feeding. I agree, man. Keep it consistent. Keep it low. You're not going to burn your grass continuously feeding it it's like getting small meals frequently that's what i try to do too yeah that's what i've been doing you know in the front yard but honestly i've been kind of slowing down because on my side on my side yard i took a no fertilizer approach except for starter fertilizer nice and it's coming in really good there you go without any kind of feeding sometimes you can overdo it sometimes yeah. you can do too much when you think about it like there's a lot of people that don't do anything and then springtime comes and their lawns look okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they may have weeds and stuff, but it's not like your lawn's going to die if you don't put a bunch of stuff on it. There's so. a famous quote from the lawn rebel, Connor Ward himself. Yeah. He said, and I always remember this. He said, when in doubt, do nothing. There you go. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Sometimes I get into where I'm like, I got to do this. I got to put this down. But in reality, mother nature is going to take over. And the conditions you have, the rain you get, the heat, whatever, that controls things it controls things more than the products you put down i feel like personally yeah oh yeah and i mean your lawn speaks for itself well, so. thank you yours as well yeah i mean i'm getting there man i'm getting there you are well i mean you're starting from scratch which i admire like i i kind of wish i could do that too my wife is like you're not killing our lawn i'm like well i might Dude, I that know. renovation was so much fun oh i bet it was so it much was fun, fun to watch i love that i love the video where you're using the scarifier or the dethatcher and it's just like a dust bowl everywhere <laughs> yeah. that was hilarious I <laughs> and, love I, that. and i threw like some like bass heavy you did on yeah there. that was awesome <laughs> oh yeah dude. Was i was like raging out out there in the front you were i was too watching the video i'm like this is fantastic <laughs> dude i had such a good time and that renovation like honestly that was like some of the most fun i've had since i was a teenager man filming editing seeing uh, the yeah. baby grass plants grow I mean, this, like you said, this is what it's all about, man. Exactly. It's Let me ask you this, George. Is yeah. it, is it tough sometimes for you where you're like, I want to go do some yard work, but I don't really feel like filming today. Do you ever get to that point or are you still passionate about it all the time? Or how do you feel about that? Uh, well, you know what? Now that the temperature is getting cooler, I don't mind filming because I'm not out there every day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that, but, and even back in the summertime, since I was doing the renovation, I didn't really mind so much. But when I first started filming and it was like in the springtime and I, and I had to go mow every day and I still want to make videos. Sometimes yeah. I was like, 
you know what? I'm just going to leave the camera inside. Right. And just go enjoy the mall, you know? I hear you. Because there's a lot that goes into making oh these my videos. Goodness, there's so much. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And and me, you know, like, I try to plan out every video I do. I mean, I script it out. I write a screenplay for what I'm going to do. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. See, I, I just wing it. Yeah. I literally just. I can't do that, man. My OCD gets to me. Really? Yeah. I, don't I know. wish I could. My wife's like, how do you come up with these videos and all the stuff you're talking about? I'm like, I don't know. I just go out and then I just start talking to them to the camera. And Maybe I it, should so. let loose a little bit, man. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, if it's not broke. I feel like I overproduce my stuff. Man. No way, man. That's what makes you great. Yeah, Your yeah. production value is awesome. I appreciate that. But yeah. I mean, if, if that's what you want to do and hey, you, you wing know, it occasionally, like maybe I should go more toward your direction. So yeah. Maybe we could rub off on each other and exactly, try different yeah. things. That sounded you know? kind of weird. Maybe not. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. not physically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not physically, emotionally. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, let's see real quick. Uh, oh, he said he's never been in Site 1 either, the Lawn Whisperer. No? No. Yeah, you know, you guys got to check out Site 1, man. I mean, well, the first time he sees it, it will be Site 1 for him. It'll be the first site. Bad, bad dad joke? Speaking of, I gave uh, it'll Lon, be love at first. Sight. I gave Lawn Whisper a bad dad joke earlier. What did you he, say? It was he was like, "Do you even lift, bro?" Because I posted a picture from when my football team that I played at SIU played at Indiana, and I posted a picture on my Instagram, and I was in the front and center. He goes, "You even lift, bro?" And I said, oh, "Only twelve ounce curls." And he goes, <laughs> and he sent me a screenshot like right after that happened. There was like bad dad jokes or something did he invite you to the gun show yeah basically but bad dad jokes started following him on instagram and the notification is like directly below my notification of my stupid dad joke he's like what a coincidence so <laughs> dude, that's funny man. <laughs> dude i feel like there's a lot of a lot of stupid dad jokes going around in the lawn community now. i mean we're dads yeah we're, yeah. we're lawn care diy people it's like i don't know do. if you notice i've been busting out the new balances lately dude <laughs> the white crispy boys yeah, those dude. are where it's at i've got to get a pair of white crispy boys now <laughs> you do let me ask you this nike monarch or new balance what are they 990 uh, the 805 805s uh, okay what do you think you uh, are you team nike monarch or are you team new balance for your crispy boys well i don't know if you see my feet down here but i got a size 14 4e you get some biggies <laughs> yeah they are very big it's oh. not the only thing i'm not <laughs> just kidding his socks are huge too yeah dude, i got a big brain man that's all right uh, prefrontal cortex is out of this world it is man uh, so like I was saying, as far as like uh, the shoes go, the New Balance is all the way because they, they have a lot of wide sizes. That's I know true. That, I know that the Nike Monarchs do have big bigger sizes and they're wider, yeah. but they're not as wide as the New Balances. That's true. So I definitely recommend getting some New Balances. Not only that, but we're bringing them back in style. Dude, crispy boys. It's where it's at. Yeah. It's, it's what's up right dude, now. I don't know if you saw that video with Dude Dad uh, when he was like with the lawnmower. No, I didn't. And he's like, uh, how to become a, a real dad or whatever. He throws on the new balance. I did. I did. <laughs> I didn't. Yes. Come to think of it. I did see that. He's like, he, that, he makes like the Wisconsin videos with, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. with, the, with the Wisconsin. Right? Yeah. You know, exactly, that exactly. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that my was sister me. lives in Wisconsin. She might be watching right now. My parents are up at her house right now in Kenosha. So I'm sorry. If anybody you're watching, from hello. I'm if sorry. You, yeah. If you're still watching this, you're like, these guys are such nerds. What are they even talking about? I don't know what any of these words mean what is all this long care i don't get it but hopefully they're still watching my wife too if you put the kids to bed already i'll be home in a little while ah, it's 8 15 forget it they're still up it's all right man uh but yeah uh yeah hello to you guys too nice to meet you my name is george this is george from princess cut he's my man yeah dude this is the guy right here that's what it's all I'm about i'm so glad that he showed up man i oh, see all these long care, i see all these long care youtubers coming around and 
they're always doing like collaborations and this and that. And it's fun, man. Let's get together, like-minded people sharing their interests. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, not to toot our own horns, but I feel like we're the rookies of the year, man. And the simple fact that, you know, we're right next to each other and we could like meet up and talk and thank you. Yes. I feel the same about you. I mean, me, not so much, but you definitely your production value, everything you're doing. It's awesome, man. Your videos are taking off your popularity. Dude, likewise, man. Thank uh, dude, you. I see your subscribers growing, man, especially in the last few months. Dude, Thank I you. saw it's you been... got that one viral video and you just kind of took off. Dude. It's crazy, man. Like it's, yeah, my video, my, I'd get like 400 views. I'm like, whatever. I still have fun. I'm going to keep doing it. Like it's easy to quit when you don't have success right away. And that's yeah. what a lot of people do. They try to avoid things where there's a possible failure. So I'm like, whatever. I don't really care. I'm not doing it for how many views I get or how many subscribers I get. Yeah, like yeah. I do it because I like it. And that's, it seems like that's what you and do too. I don't know if you remember what I told you, man. You messaged me like a month ago. You're like, oh my God, George, I just got a thousand views in one day. Yeah. You remember like, this that? This is crazy. I can't believe this. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, all you need is like that one viral video and your stuff exactly. is going to blast you off. You got to get, yeah. Put into the browser feature. Exactly. That's what it takes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a good feeling, dude. You know? It is. It really is. It's fun to look at that little uh, YouTube studio or you got TubeBuddy or whatever. Oh, but you got to be careful with that, though, man. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff can get it's addicting. Yeah, you're like, well, this video is underperforming. What did I do wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. With yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, my right. God, I got 55% average view retention. I know. Huh. It's, it's like YouTube's talking smack to you. This video performed 38% worse than the rest. They normally get this. I'm like, all right. Dude, anytime I get under always. 60% audience retention, it just irks me. Dude. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> you know, you're right. It's tough to not get uh, caught up in the analytics of that. But yeah, but again, it all comes back to you're doing it because it's fun. But that's all right, cool. though, because I stopped using Facebook hardcore. Yeah. But unfortunately, I replaced. You wait, hold on. So you don't like watching old people argue with each other about politics? I oh, love that. Dude, I have, I have an idea. I have an idea that, about dude. Facebook. They need to divide it into three different categories. Fun book for people who are like having parties, having a good time, vacation. It's called TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Baby book for all the baby pictures and dogs. And then crazy book for all the people who just want to argue about politics. Yeah, Facebook, yeah. Zuckerberg, if you're watching, I'm pretty sure he's watching. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Facebook, is it's old news now, man. I mean, I see everybody jumping onto like the new social medias now. Yeah. Uh, like TikTok and all that. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I see the lawn tools on TikTok, man. They yes, got like a exactly. whole bunch of followers. Dude, the lawn tools are all over social media. Yeah, I didn't even know that you can get like, I don't, I forgot, like 10,000 or 20,000 followers on TikTok. Who knows? I didn't even know there was that many lawn people on there. I didn't either. We're going to have to check it out, dude. Maybe. We got we to gotta dive in head first before anyone else, man. You know? Hey, why not? I guess I'm, it starts I'm, I'm, right now. I'm going to make one, dude. I'll add you as a friend, dude. Sounds good. I appreciate it. We could, we could TikTok with each other. Dude, the lawn in life said he had to quit looking at YouTube Studio. <laughs> it's a dopamine rush. It is. It is. It's like a drug. Yeah. You ever like get, you get that? A, you get a bunch. You're like, I got 190 <clears throat> views last hour. You ever, Wait a second. It's been 30 minutes and I'm not on pace for what I... You're right. You got to kind of take it easy on that stuff. You ever... And you got to realize, too, with lawn care, like, you're going to get, like, these ups and downs, like, with the season. No doubt. Yeah. Like, like right now, you put a video, it's not going to get as many views because people are like, I'm checked out. I'm tired of this i'm not watching lawn care videos anymore so. i kind of learned that the hard way because like my my second video i put out like jumped to seventy thousand views yeah and then as soon as like the summer hit yeah and like no one was doing lawn care like my views just started dropping so off. so you're like oh yeah every video <laughs> i put out now i'm gonna get at least seventy thousand views right <laughs> yeah, exactly. which is crazy that's awesome was that your leveling video you made yeah yeah that's awesome that was the second video i made that's with crazy. my iphone that's awesome i still make all of my videos with a cheap amazon tripod in my iphone yeah yeah and I use iMovie to make everything. So yeah, like, I made iMovie. I used iMovie for that too. Yeah, like I'm thinking about getting a new camera, but at the same time, like 
I don't know. I, I mean, like any of you guys fun. that uh, want to make YouTube videos, it is so much fun to make it. It is. Just do it. Like, yeah. there's no downfall to it. The best part about it is it can't be taken away by a pandemic. Nobody can be like, oh, sorry, your YouTube video is canceled for today because of the pandemic. Like, you can yeah. do whatever you want. I was telling my neighbor that today. and like, this is pandemic proof. Yeah. One of the few things you cannot take away from me. You can take March Madness. Dude, you will not take I know you brought me. me some stickers today. I did. Thank you so much, man. Hey, it's my Dude, you got to put the little established 2020 under there. I like that. That's a good point. That's what I did yeah. on mine. I like that. That's a good point. It's like the year, the year of the bug, man. Yes. You know? You got it. Literally the year of the bug. Uh, is the pandemic what motivated you to start your channel? It kind did, of? yeah. Because it is did. for me, 100%. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing else to do. And yeah. I was a, I'm was a teacher, so I was remote teaching. And I'm like, well, am I going to send my students a bunch of videos of other people doing workouts and stuff? I'm like, well, then what's what am I doing? So I started creating workout videos. I and saw that. Yeah. That's so I, another channel. I've got a different channel, yeah. So that's you, that's what I just use for my like PE classes. There was one video that I made just for my PE classes that I totally forgot about that YouTube channel. And I checked and it had like 18,000 views. Oh, it was wow. like the five components of physical fitness. How and are your subs on that channel? Very low. I yeah. got like 128 subs. But I don't do any kind of promotion for it or anything. I yeah, just. Yeah. I just put them on YouTube just to make it easy to transfer to my students yeah. like instead of uploading these videos constantly. So you to, actually play those videos in your classes? I do. Yeah. Dude, my that's students so are like, cool, this is dude. cool. And we make funny videos. Like I make, I edit them to where like the other PE teacher acts like he doesn't know how to throw a football. And then I teach him how to do it. Like we're in the football unit yeah. and then we cut it and it looks like he's throwing a bomb that goes like 200 yards and I make a diving catch. And then it goes to like university of Wisconsin jumping around and it's, it's been a lot of fun. There, there, that's awesome, man. You know, especially Thank you. like when you make YouTube videos and you know, there's thousands of people around the world that see it, you know, that's cool. Yeah. But when you make videos and you're showing them to your classmates and oh, like, they, you get yeah. direct interaction from people that, you know, that's special. It, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's what, that's what I really like about teaching is like, I feel like I'm making an impact on people's lives. Yeah. Especially right now. Like one of my favorite things I do is at the end of my class every day, I give kids time to just chill and hang out and talk. I give them five minutes every day. Oh, I'm man, like, you're the awesome. I'm like, if you want to go, you're welcome to go. The zoom's over with, but if you want to stay and chill and hang out and just have fun with your friends and I just kind of facilitate conversation like we're doing right now. And they're yeah. like, this is so now I've got like half of my class that just hangs out. You know what I mean? Like that's what they're missing. Everything's so structured and everything's on zoom and just that fun factor of just being with your friends, hanging out, just being silly. Like they don't get that. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't blame, do they know that you do a lawn channel too? They do. Yeah. Do they, they watch those? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're probably watching right they're now. Probably, some of them might be. Hello. What's up? If you are. What's going on, class? Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, real quick, I want to give a special shout out to Sonny Bermuda. He just hit 500 subscribers. Congratulations. That's awesome. Dude, Sonny good. Bermuda is a big part of the lawn care community. Always comments on the videos. I appreciate that. Puts out some good content himself, so he deserves that. That's awesome. Dude, he, he like I was saying in one of my first live streams, you know, he breathes new life into some of the products that a lot of the lawn people overlook. Yeah, for sure. And he's always looking at like cool stuff. And, you know, he's got the Alec Ken Kensington. His delivery is yeah. awesome. So I love your channel, Sunny Bermuda. Anybody Likewise. watching this, make sure that you go watch Sunny Bermuda's channel. Also, nice ass lawn. I want to say what's up to you. Dude, his lawn is so beautiful. He's got the palm <laughs> trees. Like, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you noticed. Your, that was your first yeah. episode you had, right? Absolutely. That's awesome. Dude, when I was thinking, like, who's my favorite lawn on YouTube, Nice Ass Lawn was, like, the first one. Oh, yeah. Francis, no he was, like, the first one that Francis popped Francis is my the head. man. And then Striper Man, I got you, man. I mean, local guy. Got to support the local guys. Plus, you got an, 
amazing lungs. Thank so. you. Same to you. So well deserved, man. Uh, let's see. We got a question here from Chuck. Is there a degree day resource for cool season turf versus weed seed germination? Got enough per Ron Henry spectracide weed stop for spring 2021. I'm not going to lie. I'm really confused right now. When should I throw it down? Hey, well, you know what, Chuck? I know that a lot of the professional guys follow the growing degree days when it comes to applying PGR. Uh, when it comes to me, I just kind of throw down my PGR every 30 days and every month. I don't really follow the GDD days, as they call it. I know that there's a special formulation to follow that you can use to make applications, you know. So I don't I don't follow that. I just kind of wing it and take a look at it, how it looks, you know, by my face. The way I look at it is it's a residential lawn, so you don't have to be exactly specific. When it comes to, like, official sports fields and things, of, you know, for, like, baseball, football, and things like that, they use GDD, GDD days because they have millions of dollars riding on these right. fields. I mean, they need to be able to pinpoint their stuff exactly, you know, make precise applications. But, you know, I, I personally don't use the growing d degree days. So I'm not going to um, lie. I have no idea what any of that means. You uh, guys are on a different wavelength than me. It, that's some nerdy stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are like specific mathematical formulas wow. to find out when you should jam, make applications. Man. That's your jam. It is, man. I'm a, I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm a data analyst. I mean, I crunch numbers literally on this desk. That's awesome. Like eight hours a day, man. So That's fantastic. Uh, but thank you for your question, man. I wish I had more answer for you to figure out that formula. I don't know, Ron, do you use growing degree days or, or not for your applications? I'm kind of curious. If anybody watching this knows and wants to pitch in, you know, I'm sure Chuck would appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Nice as long. He said we have a radio voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's thank fun, you. Funny you should say that. My, I've got an uncle who's a Chicago radio legend. If you ask anybody between the age of like 25 and like 65 who Jobo from B96 is, that's my dad's brother. Yeah. So he is like, yeah, you know, you know, Jobo. United right? Auto Insurance, exactly. 773-202-5000. So my, my uncle was- <laughs> I know a, them, dude. He was a radio DJ for like 28 years on a station called B96, which is like the the top hits in hip hop station in Chicago. And that was his job. He made millions of dollars doing what we're doing right now. And he'd do it for four hours every morning, Monday through Friday. He's retired now. So that was back when B96 was awesome. It was awesome. Yes. Now I still like, I mean, I still like B96. Now I mean, it's a bunch of Ariana Grande and well, T Swizzle. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like Ariana Grande and T Swizzle. I can't lie. Oh. Does it make me less of a man? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like Lady Gaga. I'm not going to lie. That's true. I like Lady Gaga. I like Adele. Yeah. You know, not so much the other one. George, I've got a question for you. Yeah. So let's say you could end the pandemic and you could put on, there's going to be one concert and everybody, anybody can go to it. Who are you going to choose to go see and where is the venue that you would like to see? So any concert you can go to, any artist, band, whatever, who do you want to see and where? Rolling Stones at Wrigley. Oh, man, that's a good choice. Yeah. I like that. Rolling Stones at Wrigley. If I were to choose, I got to go Red Hot Chili Peppers at Slane Castle in Ireland. Slane Castle. You know what? Slane I Castle, yeah. They performed there in like the early 2000s. Most amazing show. I wasn't there, but I saw like the DVD. Most amazing. Is that half indoors and half outdoors? Um, I don't know exactly. I'm not really sure. I think I've seen that castle and they have like this big, like crazy yes. long courtyard. Yeah, in the yeah, front. they do. It's probably, that's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome, man. Yes. 
Yeah, you know, I was actually supposed to see Rolling Stones live at Wrigley Field. Really? Yeah. When, when was that going to be? Um, they, I don't know if you remember, but for a while there, every few years they were throwing a concert. Yeah. There. But unfortunately, the ticket prices were like off the chain. Yeah. Dude. Did Mick like break his hip or something, and they had to go on hiatus? For <laughs> yeah, a while. I think yeah, that's exactly. You know him, dude. Yeah. He's always popping. Yes, he man. He's got loose hips. What is he like? Ninety-seven years old, and he's yeah. still got better dance moves than I do. So he got the moves like Jagger. He does, <laughs> and just like Adam Levine said, you got it. Yeah. Uh, let's see real quick here. Thanks at Lawn and Life. You have oh, okay. Attention, everybody. Anybody who's watching this podcast, go to the Lawn and Life's YouTube channel. He's sixteen subs away from hitting one thousand subscribers. Oh man, come on, get this guy monetized. Let's go. Yo, this one thousand subscribers is a major milestone. You it can, is. You can get monetized. You could start, you know, making money and, you know, exactly. it's not about the money, but, you know, when it no. comes to lawn care, it's an expensive hobby. Yeah. What's nice to see on YouTube is that that little, it looks like a gas tank and that little, uh, the arm goes up a little bit. Oh, I remember your subscribers that. and your watch hours yeah. and you see it going up and up and like. You want to what you want to know what the most frustrating thing was for me? What's that? I hit the 4,000 watch hours yeah. at like 500 subscribers. Really? Yeah. and Because you had that 76,000 yeah. view. Yeah. And it, it made me so mad. I was like, man, I hit the like, 4,000 watch hours, but I yeah. still need to get these subscribers. Right. And I started looking online like about that. And from what I heard, everybody usually has it the other way around. Right. They hit 1,000 first, and then they're waiting for the 4,000. No doubt. But uh, yeah. So anybody here? My audio just dropped. Oh, I thought you said our audio dropped. But anybody here, make sure you go to Lawn and Life. He's 16 away from hitting 1,000. Go do, go give this guy's channel a sub. I'm sure you'll love his content. I will do that as soon as we're done. Yes, yes. We're going to get you to 1,000 tonight, man. No worries. Scott O'Hara says he's on it. Of course he is. Scott's just a great guy. That's what he does. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate that, bud. Uh, Striper Man said, I saw the Stones at MSG in the 70s. Dude, that's ridiculous. Dude, how awesome of a show was that? I remember back in the 70s. That was a good time, man. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, the yeah, summer man. of love. Yeah. That I had a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's his birthday today. This guy's 31 years old, right? Or 21? Uh, no. 23? I turned 31 today, man. I actually thought I was 30 for the longest time. But I just realized today I'm actually 31 today. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so... And you know you're getting old when you start forgetting your age. Oh, absolutely. Or forgetting your birthday's coming up. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like Frank the Tank in old school. Yeah. It's like, Frank, did you forget your birthday? Like, Dang it. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my mom and my wife asked me, what do I, what do I want to do for my birthday? And I told them straight up, I was like, I want to do this podcast. Yeah, it's fun, man. <laughs> the only issue with this podcast is we've been going for an hour and a half and I've got to pee so bad. Have we? Yeah, we have. Oh my God, man. Dude, you're right, man. When you have someone in person with you, it doesn't seem oh, yeah, that long. Oh, yeah, it just flows. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let's see real quick. All right, guys. Uh, we got one more question here from Backlons. Uh, we're going to take this question, and then we'll wrap it on up. Fantastic. All right, cool. Don't, uh, don't let my bladder dictate this conversation here. Like, I can be back in 20 seconds. Yeah? I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'll just sit here alone, man. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm a master of sitting in this basement alone, man. No worries. <laughs> so what's going on, guys? <clears throat> nice to see you. Uh, Striper Man, thank you so much for the happy birthday. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, I had a good birthday today, so I uh, got to hang out with the family. They bought me this 
almond mascarpone cake. Um, and then now I'm doing this podcast right now, so I really couldn't ask for a better birthday. What are you guys up to tonight? Doing anything fun? But yeah, if uh, anyone watching this video, if you guys didn't drop drop a like, uh, you know, if you want to drop a like, I really appreciate it. Uh, let's see, Scotty is the man. Yes, he is. Uh, lawn whisperer. That's what she said. I'm not even sure what I said that made you say that, but uh, let's see. So Backwoods Long, all right, he's back. Oh, I'm back. So Backwoods Long Care asked, what is the biggest mistake you have made on your lawns? I'll let you answer that first, but I'll tell you what, man. I really made a big boo-boo recently. Yeah? Yeah. Let's hear about it. I'm back, guys. What did I miss? Anything? Anything uh, exciting? Sorry about that. Yeah. He, Backwoods Long Care asked, uh, what is the biggest mistake that you guys have made on your lawns? Ooh. Good question. You want to go first? You want me to go? No, go ahead, man. All right. So I got mine takes the cake, so I'll let you go first. When I first when we first got our lawn, we had weeds and I put down weed and feed. And I was like, Well, this is what's recommended, but maybe if I put then put it up to like six instead of three, I'll get twice the results. Oh my god, no. Right? So and I didn't water it in. So I just completely scorched my lawn. I've got like big swirl marks everywhere. It looked terrible. I just didn't know what I was doing. So I'm like, all right, well, it recommends this. So maybe if I put more on, I'll get better results. So yeah. putting more on made me a moron and I kind of ruined my lawn. So how about you? <laughs> nice, man. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, well, long story short, man, I actually just made a mistake uh, in the last few weeks on my lawn renovation over on the Boulevard Strip. I was throwing down some simple lawn solutions and I was applying it fo foilerly with my uh, backpack sprayer. And there's two different application rates on there. There's the hose end sprayer application rate, and then there's the uh, backpack sprayer application yeah. rate. So I use the hose end sprayer application rate in my uh, <laughs> in my backpack <laughs> sprayer, and you know I was like, oh, I'm just gonna let it. You know, I'm I'm spoon feeding. I yeah. I even calculated the pounds of nitrogen I was throwing down, and it ended up being like point one five or point two. So your spoon turned into like a soup ladle, basically, is what happened. Yeah, yeah. It was a sizzling spoon, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was super hot, and I sprayed it on the lawn, and I was going to water it in, but I ended up not watering it in. Dude, I woke up the next day, and half of my lawn renovation was burned down there. Ooh. Yeah. I even had one of my neighbors walk up to me like, your lawn looks a little thirsty down there, George. You're like, thanks, man. I hadn't noticed. Dude, Thank that, you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, that was an absolute kick to the ego man well you know what that's how you learn you yeah. make mistakes and you learn from them so yeah. whatever it's honestly it's going to give you another opportunity to do a renovation so there you go yeah i should have rushed it man yeah. sometimes it happens it's all right that's yeah. what life's all about learning from mistakes not being afraid to make them right? and the reason i didn't rush it too is because i wasn't filming a video i was like i'm just going to enjoy this and just yeah do it. yeah you know i wasn't being super specific because of the video mm -hmm. and uh you know i just ended up doing that and Oh, well, I burned half my lawn renovation down there, but there's still some good KBG in there, and I'm sure by the springtime it'll fill in a you little You know what, bit. though? The city probably owns that anyway. Yeah, it's so not even my property. You didn't kill any of your grass, so don't feel bad. I did originally. Right? So you're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're sticking it to the man is what you're doing. Yeah. So that uh, so to answer your question, uh, Backwoods, that is the biggest mistake that I've made in a long time. 
but uh, that's all right. You know, you live and learn. Exactly. That's just going to be more content for next season. Yeah, absolutely, right? I can talk about how I messed up, what I'm going to do to improve it, and show the results. People are going to be like, he totally did that on purpose just to make new videos. Like Ryan uh-huh. Nor, like, oh, I accidentally put down turf-type uh, golf turf I can't believe I grabbed the wrong bag. Dude, this that, is my job, but I, like, come on, dude. Nobody's buying that. Dude, I'd never seen a 15-minute video of somebody talking about how much they i was actually in the discord when he released that video yeah i don't know if you ever go to the discord or not no and he was talking about that really yeah and he's like he told the people before it premiered what he did yeah and everyone's like oh ryan time to move now yeah you threw down tall turf type fescue yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so you think he actually did that by accident my belief is that he's linked with a seed company and is trying to sell turf type tall fescue because everybody talks about Kentucky bluegrass and perennial rye. And he's like, all right, well maybe if I can corner this market of turf type, tall, tet, tall fescue and plant it in my yard, then it's going to blow up like crazy and I'll make money from the seed. That's my theory. Maybe but I'm wrong. Who knows? I mean, I'm not sure. I know that, uh, you know, Pete pretty much dominates the tall turf type fescue right now. Uh, with the hey, y'all, it's Pete from CGI Turf. I <laughs> hope you're having a great day today. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. guy you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Pete's OG, man. He is. Uh, I like Pete. He's a good guy. And he's pretty much taking over the seed market now, especially with the turf-type tall fescue and yeah. these cool blue mixes and stuff like that. Um, So who knows? I know the stuff that Ryan threw down is not part of uh, GCI Turf. Yeah. So it's he- different, though. It's not like the tall fescue, like the clumping fescue. It's got the super wide blade. It looks like Kentucky bluegrass. I don't know if you've seen like. Pete's turf fescue. Uh, turf type i haven't in person i mean i've seen his videos i watch his videos and yeah. stuff yeah. it is very thin yeah it's yeah. thin fescue exactly it's almost like a semi-fine fescue right but it's tall yeah right. and uh usually fescue doesn't look like that i mean no dude you know how over here the chicago lawns the tall fescue bunches oh, up and it's terrible dude it is so, so gross bad. it looks like crabgrass i know it <laughs> does look like crabgrass and if you don't mow for a week it's so much longer than everything else and if you go through a drought, everything else goes dormant except, except for that, that. stuff. And yeah. it's just like, oh, that looks terrible. Yeah. And it, I don't know why, what it is about the Chicagoland area, but it just seems like the contractors are just throwing that down nonstop. Oh, no doubt. I don't, sure. I mean, I feel like they, the landscape companies, the ones that, like my, my brother-in-law, Brady, he's got a company that did his lawn. I told him, I was like, they're probably going to make more money if your lawn looks like crap continuously. Because they're like, oh, well, now you got to do this. If it looks great, then you don't have as much business for them. So that could be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said Ryan's lawn used to be TTTF. I, I didn't know that uh, before he did the. Perennial. I think he had he had Kentucky blue perennial rye and tall fescue. I think that was the mix hey, in the backyard. Now the front yard is like straight sissy grass, which he calls it, which is perennial rye. So Scott said that he put down some of Pete's cool blue a month ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. Uh, how you liking it, Scott? I mean, I've heard good things about it. I know Lawn Whisperer did too. Lawn Whisperer's got some cool blue that's looking good. I think it's in his backyard. I want to say. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. I, I see Scott's taking off. Hey, Scott. Uh, I hope you have a nice night. Thank you so much for stopping by, bud. I really appreciate it. He may have to go pee too, like I did. <sighs> I don't know. My bladder is pretty weak. I'm not gonna lie. All that coffee you're drinking, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, James Dahl said, "I'm getting ready for a major leaf cleanup." uh put oh down. man don't get me started here's what i leaf cleanup is like trying to vacuum your house with your kids behind you eating nature valley bars does that make sense to you you know how nature valley you open it up and it it's like crumbles yeah exactly it's like trying to vacuum but your kids are eating nature you ever valley try bar. to eat one of those in your bed man oh man <laughs> have i ever yeah, me too dude <laughs> i really like the maple almond one yeah those are pretty solid yeah actually they're not very solid because they come in pieces but yes you're right yeah they're pretty solid till they break apart. 
Yes. Uh, Scott said uh, it's pretty good. All right. Nice, Scott. Thank you so much. But uh, Scott, you're the man. We appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you, Scott. And we'll see you next time. No uh, doubt. I think we're going to wrap this up pretty soon, too. Uh, I mean, I like that we're kind of unscripted and just keep going. Like I was telling you earlier, like I, I'm a drummer, too, and I play with a DJ. He was like, yeah, we'll play for like two hours. We ended up playing for like five hours. It was ridiculous. So oh, for you're real? just having fun. You keep going, whatever you want to do. So yeah, I mean, it's a my good My wife's like, what are you talking about? You get home, you idiot. You're not going to stay there too much longer. So yeah, exactly. Long story short, I like that we're unscripted and just kind of going off the cuff, having a good time. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I've had some good conversation with you, man. So I appreciate Likewise, that. Likewise. It's a uh, pleasure. If any of you guys have any additional questions for us, uh, if you want to drop it down below, uh, we'll be wrapping up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, can you tell, like anybody who's watching, can you tell them where they can find you? Yeah, so on Instagram, it's eight, at Lake House Lawn Care. And on YouTube, same thing. It's just Lake House Lawn Care. And again, I, I have kind of a hybrid lawn. So the front yard is a regular residential, about two-inch cut lawn. The backyard, I cut with a Toro Greens Master. It's like a fairway. So I got a little bit of everything. I like to try to aim my channel toward helping people out who maybe have a a new house or they just they're really into lawn care so i got a little bit of everything some for the people who are really over the top like my backyard kind of like you and me right we like that's that. we like, like exactly yeah so that's where you can find me instagram at lake house lawn care and youtube same thing lake house lawn care hey i want to give a super special shout out to lake house and to uh, backwoods lawn care thank you so much buddy i appreciate the super chat dude this guy's awesome man. What a guy always dropping the super chat that's awesome man he said, very fun, guys. Uh, you hey, know. it's his birthday, too. I mean, if there's any time to super chat, now is the time. It's his birthday. They're That's not, awesome. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's a perfect <laughs> ending. That's a perfect ending. Absolutely. Uh, all right, bud. Well, it looks like uh, we come down to the chat. We don't have any more questions. So, uh, George, it's been a pleasure, my man. I can't thank you enough. I've had a great time tonight. Feels like we've been on for two minutes, but cutting it up with you having a good time it's been a blast well so. you know you're always welcome to come back anytime it's my pleasure we'll and, have to do it again and uh anybody else who's watching this live stream i really want to thank you guys for stopping by if you guys have any questions you could drop it uh in my email which is in the description uh, if you have any questions for kyle or if you want to check out his content make sure to stop by lake house lawn care uh and uh with that i think uh we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up thank have, you so much have a good weekend everybody